0: Chris, and this is my cavern of creeps, which I'm not quite sure what that's going to be yet, but you know, it's a cavern, there's creeps, we'll see who's in there. Um, My name is actually Chris Ringler, I am an author uh, living in Flint, Michigan. Uh, I have been writing for, gosh, (laughs) most of my life now, um, since I was a kid, uh, and have since then put out Seventeen books ranging from in uh, like uh horror anthologies of my stories are um to some fantasy books, some kids' books um with a horror bend and then a few novels now, which I never imagined I was gonna find a day where I would write novels, but it happened um I have in the last few a couple of years i guess uh become a filmmaker, a short filmmaker um I'm no great. <laughs> Renowned, but uh, I get a kick out of it. Uh, I don't know what kind of well some friends drove me to start making making movies, and I just when I have a story that I can visualize beyond just words, I kind of see what happens with it, um, and it's been fun. I've enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. So uh, beyond that, I I uh, paint once in a while. I haven't painted in a long time. I, careful artist <laughs> unfortunately but really my my main drive is is writing um and again like i'm not quite sure what i'll what i'll do with this little thing i uh, i also um am one of the voices on the Ghoulcast um podcast and we're a little over 80 episodes into that and that's just uh, some folks talking horror movies and horror stuff and uh i'm sure we'll see what happens but uh maybe i'll get into that my stuff on this as well. Um, for this one, I uh, for my introduction, as it were, I thought I'd kind of talk for a few minutes about my newest book uh, called Roadkill. Roadkill was a long, gestating story that I wrote, actually, as a kid. I remember I wrote it in a spiral notebook, one of those little small ones you always had in school, like a single subject, and I hand-wrote it, and loved it. It was the story of two friends who kind of brought out the worst in one another and uh, started hurting animals and getting into some kind of mischief, and the story ends with them getting their comeuppance um, from the animal world. And, I, I, you know, it's been... I think I wrote it when I was 14. So it's been 30 years since I wrote it. So it's been a long time. Um, I remember liking it back then. I mean, and the story stuck with me long enough to, to come out now. Um, as happens when you're young and foolish, I uh, left the spiral notebook on my mom's car. I don't know why. I think I was just stoked that I'd written it and I was just running around and whatever. And she drove off. Went somewhere, and it disappeared, and I mourned that loss for, I mean, obviously I was 44, um, until it bothered me. Because it was, I mean, it was probably for for that age, it was probably like 20 pages, 30 pages, I don't know, something like that. It was handwritten in pencil, so I don't know, it doesn't really equal out to a whole lot, but it felt huge. In my mind, it was this vast and deep thing, but the story stuck with me. And I've always wanted to kind of get back to it, and I've kind of dipped my toes in with uh, the other novel I've uh, one of the other novels I've written, um, Shadow of Ever, which happens in the same town. So, over the last couple of years, I started kind of tinkering with it and fooling with it, and I would write notes and I would I would kind of start fooling around with it. And I am strange because I work off the titles more than anything. It's just easier for me to start with a title. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I think it just it, it gets the initial kind of flow of ideas going. I knew who the ma- you know main character. I knew I knew who some who the, of who the characters were. I knew kind of the direction I wanted the story to go. It's changed drastically since I wrote it as a kid. Um, and it changed. I mean, it changed through just the the months of me kind of tinkering with it and sitting on it, and then and finally. Having the time to really go go into it uh the last few months and uh and and it, it kind of came together you know towards the end there and in the revision I, I i finally kind of feel really good about it um and what it is and what it says it's a it's a different story for me i I'm, I'm used to kind of i yeah mean, i write horrors of my where my heart is. I don't know if I have any big themes. I write about small towns a lot, just because I kind of made up a bunch of small towns. And it's fun just to write about them. Um, so, but I don't know. I mean, somebody else would have to tell you what my big overarching themes are. I guess I just I'm too close to it. But this is, I mean, this what it has become is uh, the story of a an outsider that moves to this small town with his father. And being an outsider in more ways than one becomes kind of a target of bullying and and abuse. And he makes friends with this uh, local and together they tend to bring out the worst in one another. And they begin to uncover some of the secrets of that town and in so... uh, doing they also kind of uncover a horrifying past and a terrifying present and dangerous future um and i you know i i i kind of dig this this book um we'll we'll see what the world thinks It's, i just officially released it um a couple days ago so we'll see what time says but i you know, i kind of dig this book um so my thought was i would read you the first couple pages into it and um, and leave it at that I, I, my intention is not to have these very long little boo casts um, I talk enough on the ghoul casts, so and, and having those people that don't want to listen to me ramble a whole lot they listen to that in my daytime life so I don't want to do take up too much time but, uh, but yeah I, I figured I would read a little bit from Roadkill my newest novel um, it's available on Amazon or you can track it down all my stuff on spookychris.com I have blogs and then links to all my books and stuff, and I'm kind of easy to find on the Internet. Um, uh, Chris Ringler, if you look on Amazon, I have a handful of stuff on there. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, w- I will read a couple pages of Roadkill, and I hope, hope that you're intrigued by what it is and uh, want to know more. <clears throat> so here we go: Roadkill. Before I begin, you must understand two things. If you can't get your head around these things, then there's no point in knowing what happened because you won't understand why. It's as simple as that. And I know you want to know. I know you want to understand. I know you do. And I need you to understand. Please. First, you need to understand that darkness exists with or without light. The light just lets us see where darkness isn't for a time. It's our choice of which one to follow that defines us, isn't it? Isn't it? Second, I loved two people in my life Karen Elizabeth in the fourth grade and Bubba Dean in my junior year of high school. Those two loves defined who I was, but neither defined who I am, who I really am. The person you know, but they never really did. That's it. That's all I can say. Oh, well, there's one more thing. This will have a happy ending. I promise you. Some flowers can grow in the darkness, you see and these dark flowers can be the most beautiful of all. I started going to Munsonville High School at the beginning of the 11th grade. Mom was gone and Dad moved around a lot because of his job, and I was just me, Spectre. Named after some old pop singer, Dad said, because Mom liked the way she sang. It made no sense to me, and all I knew was that it made made it that much easier to accidentally call me Spick instead of Speck. Dad was a plant manager for a big company that had interests all over the world. Well, those interests le- led him here, here and there, and eventually to Muntonville, Michigan, and led my mom back home to Mexico, according to my dad. Shit happens, right? Moms leave. Dads move. Kids get pulled along by the umbilical noose. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't begged my mom to take me with her when I found out she was planning what she was planning, but she just put her hand against my cheek and told me to take care of my dad. I resented her for that. I didn't hate my dad. I never hated him. But I don't know that I ever loved him either, at least not as much as he loved me. He was just never there. He poured himself into work, and it seemed like the only time I saw him was when he was asleep on the couch at night, and I'd get up to pee. Like or hate him, though, I was stuck with him, and here we were in Munsonville, Michigan, home of white people, dead people, and some fucked-up fucker named Pete Anders that killed a bunch of people a long time ago. If nowhere had an address, it was somewhere among these identical homes or off off on the outer edges where the farms were or near the woods where the trailer park was or along Mansion Row just outside of town. Us, we lived in the middle, a small house near a long finger of the local woods which seemed ubiquitous in that miserable town. That was my new normal, a weird kid in a weirder town with a foggy future. Lucky me. I'll leave it there. That was, that's Spectre, um, my, my main character for Roadkill. Um, the story is told through his eyes, um, so you kind of have to decide whether or not you want to trust him or not and what he's saying. Um, but, yeah, I really like this book. Um, it turned out a lot different than I expected, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Again, my name's Chris. Um, this is uh, Spooky Chris in the Cavern of Creeps. Um, I'll pop up once in a while and just ramble on about movies and, and other horror stuff going on, um, and we'll, we'll see where this takes us. Um, I'm hoping to keep these around 15 minutes, so not too long. I don't want to overstay my welcome. Um, I have a couple minutes. It's of late. It's been interesting. Uh, we have Amazon Prime, and so I've been delving into. I've. I just. I don't know. I almost call it an obsession with found footage films. So I've been delving into the the found footage films there and there's some neat ones that are kind of buried there's one called uh, Butterfly Kisses, which has a terrible name but actually which is pretty good um, it's almost a story within a story within a story um, which I really liked but man a lot of this I'm just trash out there which I get because it's easy to make sound footage because you don't you know if you go by the standard script you don't reveal much it's all self shot POV, uh, limited to no special effects. So I get it. I get actually get the allure and that's actually some of the stuff that I love about the subgenre. But man, there's some just straight trash. Um, the other thing I, I kind of delved back into was I hadn't watched the Matrix movies in a while and, and it's just, it's still impressive to see the whole kind of work, the three films as a whole work and not just as the Matrix but like as a, a trilogy. Um, Some of the CGI is outdated, though I'm actually more impressed this time than I was last time, which is several years ago. Because when you think of when they came out, like, it was this kind of... As much as they needed the CGI to do, like, it's still... I mean, it it looks fake, but it works. Um, Because, you know, at least I'm invested in the story and the action and everything going on. Um, And I just... I love the fact that it's a kind of a dark sci-fi series, uh, kind of dystopian, and it has so much to say about philosophy and about life and just big issues. I think that's pretty cool. Like um, A lot of those kind of tentpole movies don't do that very often, and I love that you see a lot of different faces than you would in mainstream stuff generally, especially in that era. Um, You're talking, that's 99, I think is when the first one came out. So we're talking almost... 20 years now well i about 20 years so you didn't see a lot of people of color a lot of women in lead roles in those kind of movies so it's great to see that um but yeah I I have the time so I'm writing a lot and watching a lot of just random random stuff (laughs) like man alive um yeah and I'm sure I'm sure I'll I'll talk about some of all that um in episodes to come but thank you for checking me out uh Hopefully you enjoyed what you heard. Um, Again, if you want to check out my stuff, it's SpookyChris.com. And hopefully you have an awesome whatever it is ahead of you. Bye.